0: You're listening to NBS Cast with hosts Rachel Edwards and Raquel Roberts. Well, welcome back to NBS Cast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm Raquel. And today we have the pleasure of interviewing Humam Saleh, who is a team lead for higher ed account managers. Humam, say hello to everybody.
1: Hey, everyone.
0: It's really great to have you here. So if we could start out by just having you introduce yourself, we've already said your name and your title, but you can say those yourself, how long you have been with NBS and your current position, that would be great.
1: My name is Imam Salee. like you said. I have been with Nelnet NBS for almost a year now, and my position is the team lead of the higher education account managers in Omaha.
2: Have you always been a team lead?
1: Yes. Yes, I have.
2: Wonderful. All right. So you're a team lead for the higher ed account managers. Can you tell us what does that mean exactly? What do you do?
1: Yeah, sure. I am responsible for coaching, developing, and supervising the account managers. My team is part of the recent acquisition of TMS. So we are currently working on migrating the TMS client to our MBS platforms. So part of it, it's ensuring that my team is fully equipped with the information they need to service their client and making sure we are meeting the client needs. Another part of my job, it's the assistant, the director of a client experience and the reviewing of the budget and the expenses and what we need to do to make sure we still own budget with all of the things that we're spending and all of these things as well as conducting monthly meetings with each team member to assist and monitor their goal setting and where they are with meeting their goals and also delivering performance disciplinary action if it was necessary.
0: Before we get into what a typical day looks like for you, could you tell us what your favorite part about your job is?
1: Yes, it's actually the people I work with. I love working with who I work with. It feels like family. When I first joined MBS, I was kind of scared of what it's coming, but then actually it was really, really easy to work. It was really easy to get to know everyone and work with everyone. It just makes you feel like it's part of a family.
0: I love hearing that because I feel like if you ask just about anybody at MBS what their favorite part is, they're probably going to relate it back to the people they work with in
2: some way. Yes. So this was your first position at NBS. Is there something in particular that attracted you to this position from your old position?
1: Yes. So prior to joining NBS, I used to be a branch manager at Union Bank and Trust, which is it's a local bank. Mm-hmm. I've always been attracted to coaching, working with people and developing them and making sure that they get the best out of them. So when looking at the, the job description and responsibilities and all these things, I currently do all of these things. That's one thing that I really enjoy doing. So that was the main thing that really drove me to that position.
0: Speaking of those kinds of things, what does a typical day look like for you in your current role?
1: So it could honestly vary. It's day-to-day different, especially with if there's an issue arise with certain clients, if there's something that we need to work with clients. But typically, if Everything goes smooth, which it never does. But if everything goes smooth, it's uh it's more of like conducting meetings with other team leads and manager with an MBS to make sure that we are up to date with all the services and improve anything that we need to improve to make sure our client have the best experience possible. Also conducting team meetings to make sure my team is up to date with what the information they need to provide to their clients and getting involved in solving clients' issues if it's a rise. So, for example, say yesterday, one of the clients had some issues and it needed someone else's to involve other than their account manager. So that was when I got involved and we worked on solving that issue, which it worked out great at the end because I got to know them, to, to know the client and what they do and, um, and at least having given them another name they can reach out to if it's needed.
0: I would say, just listening to your answer there, it sounds like you have to have a pretty high level of adaptability to do your job. Would you agree with that?
1: Yes, definitely. Could
0: you tell us a little bit about your educational background? What level of education do you have and how that has played into your career path?
1: Yes. So I do have a bachelor's degree in business administration with emphasis in management. Like I mentioned, I love working. I love coaching others and help them develop. What I learned in college and the things that took from it and from previous job, it's the main thing that has helped me be successful in my role, or I think that I've been successful so far. <laughs> um, so this is what I did in college. And that's the education I have currently working on my MBA and leadership as well. So that will add up to hopefully be a better leader in the future as well.
0: So you mentioned you're getting your MBA. Are you doing that through the tuition reimbursement program here at Nelmet?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Nice. (laughs) That's part of it. Yes. It helps (laughs) helps tremendously. (laughs)
2: Yeah. yeah. If you want to go for it, why not?
1: Exactly.
2: It's so great to work for a company that supports its associates like that, because I was able to earn my master's degree as well through that tuition reimbursement program. And honestly, without it, I don't think I would have been able to pursue that for myself. So I'm glad to hear somebody else is taking advantage of that program.
1: Yes, it's a great thing, honestly, to have. And like you mentioned, not every company does have it. So when you work for a company that does, it just shows how much that company cares about its people in their future.
2: Oh, for sure. So you already touched on your favorite part of your job. Besides the coaching, what else is something that you look forward to every day as a part of
1: your role? Like I said, the people that I work with just makes it so much easy to do the day in and day out jobs. It just, I mean, it's not where you wake up and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to have to work with these people. Like <laughs> I'm going to have to interact with this one that's here or there. It's just the jokes, the fun, the pranks that we pull on each other. It just makes things so easy and so fun that when you wake up, you're like, yes, I'm actually going to work. I'm going to enjoy my time. I'm going to do the things I like.
2: That's so great. So how have you been able to maintain that? I'm assuming most of your team is still remote. How do you maintain that rapport with your team and those relationships being remote?
1: So we do open a group chat every day. The purpose of it, it's work-related questions. Sometimes it's not. (laughs) Sometimes it just goes by throwing jokes on each other. basically just people talking behind and then coming to the group chat and just start pulling a prank on someone else. (laughs) So there's that part. We also have a weekly team meetings where we get together. The first part of it, which is it's usually between 10 and 15 minutes, what it's next, what we need to work on, making sure that everyone has the current information and what they need to service their client. And then the rest of it, which is a lot of the times it's like 45, 50 minutes, we basically just talk of what's in you. We crack jokes, we do things, we just talk with each other of what's coming up next for whoever. We all are at home right now, but sometimes it's just the small things of yeah I go on a drive or like I go on a walk with my wife with my husband my kids or whatever it is mm-hmm. so it's just these things that it's what's keeping us close we also as a leadership team we try to go from time to time and just deliver goodies to the team members just obviously drop it at the door and leave but just staying in touch with them giving them just appreciation here and there
0: I love hearing things like that. I think the longer we are working from our home environment and not going into the office on a regular basis, the more impact those little small gestures have. Yes. For sure.
1: It goes a long way for everyone, honestly. It just means a lot to them as well.
0: I also have to hear some more about these pranks that you're pulling on each other.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So talk a
0: little about that. I want to hear what you've been doing.
1: Like, for example, the other day, some of the team members just start, we hold it online creepy, and they just start start going like through Facebooks and old pictures and just start posting them and just making fun of how people <laughs> used to look back at the days and all of these things, and then... Next thing we know, we have a team meetings and everyone have one of the other team members as their background picture in that <laughs> video. So, just like simple as these things, it's just—I mean, yes, it doesn't really do a whole lot, but it put a smile, it makes us laugh, and it just passes the time by. Like you said, we are all at home, so at least to do something different makes us laugh.
2: That is awesome. <laughs> How many people are on your team?
1: So my team that reports to me, I have seven account managers. However, there's two other team leads. So in total, between all account managers and senior account managers, there's, I'd say, almost 30. We just, the three of us, the leadership team, work together most of the time. Um, Yes, you have people that reports to you directly, but we try to help each other out with any question that arises from any of the team members.
0: So I would love to hear... How do you feel your job supports the NBS mission of making educational dreams possible through service and technology?
1: So it's basically a big part of it is just making sure we have the payment plans open on time so students and family have the easy option to pay for education. I remember when I was in college, I didn't know about payment plans. It was so easy just to head over and get loans and think about paying it later. However, if I knew about like the payment plan, for example, is just it would have been a lot easier for me to pay for it. Once I get out of college, it would be debt-free. So as far as having a payment plan, is just making sure those are open, make sure that the configuration of each payment plan, it's correct to avoid any issues that families and students may face in just helping them with, for example, of just having ACH on their account, automatic payments, so they don't have to worry about, oh, I forgot a payment, I'm going to have to pay a fee or so. Um, Just having these uh, small things and making sure that everything is correct and open on time to help families and students just sign up for the correct plan and pay for college.
0: I think especially during times like these, having one less thing to worry about is so important.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, totally, totally agree.
0: Well, Humam, thank you so much for sitting down with us and talking a little bit more about your role and how that impacts the company I think we learned a lot throughout this process. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thanks thanks for having me.
2: Yes, thank you.
0: We wanted to take a quick break in the podcast to talk about a initiative coming back for 2021. The NBS Living the Core Values Associate Recognition Program is coming back. And Raquel, I don't know about you, but I'm really excited for this program. Same here, yes. So what is the Living the Core Values Recognition Program? It gives us a chance to recognize associates all across NBS who really embody those core values of our company. So to remind you guys of those core values, they are, number one, provide superior customer service experiences. Two, create an awesome work environment. Three, pursue opportunities for diversification and growth. Four, communicate openly and honestly. And five, give back to the communities in which we live and work. So, when we find people across the company who embody those values, we want a way to recognize them for that hard work they're doing. So, Raquel, could you tell us a little bit more about the details of the
2: recognition program? Sure, I'd love to, Rachel. So, five associates are going to be honored, one associate for each of our five core values. They will also choose a prize of either $500 or five days of ETO, which I think is such a huge prize. Oh, yeah. So what's new in the 2021 program? Nominators who submit a nomination prior to March 12th are going to be entered into a drawing for a prize. So make sure you get those nominations in quickly. The nomination period opens February 26th. To nominate someone, just look in TGIF and there will be a link and a form to fill out to nominate whoever you feel is embodying our core values. I was a part of the core values recognition last year and I have to say the celebration was so moving. Of course, it was all virtual and the celebration was phenomenal. So if you have someone who really embodies a core value, I would highly suggest to fill out a nomination because it's something that they should be recognized for, and it was an honor. For all our listeners out there, be thinking of who you want to nominate
0: and keep an eye on TGIF so you can submit that nomination. Now, let's get back into the podcast. Well, now we get to do our fun new segments that we're introducing for 2021. Yay. We get to talk about something that we are loving right now, and I am really excited to share mine. (laughs) Mine is an object. Okay. This is a fun discovery that I made with my family. My sister has an Amazon Echo Dot speaker that I actually gave her. (laughs) I got it from, it was some kind of a promotional deal, and I didn't really want it. So I gave it to her. And while we were having dinner at her house a few weeks ago, we were playing music on it and having fun with it. And then I thought, you know what? I really want one of those, actually. (laughs) So I purchased an Amazon Echo Show 5 for myself. They were on sale around Christmas time, so they were half off on Amazon. I think they still might be. Don't quote Mm -hmm. me on that. But I got it for less than 50 bucks, and I've been having so much fun with it playing music, podcasts little side note you can play our podcast on an echo Ooh. all you have to do is ask for our podcast name so NBS cast on apple podcasts awesome the speaker quality is amazing on this thing and i even get to participate in fun little quizzes i am a harry potter nerd and they have a harry potter quiz that you can play so that's something that i have been
2: loving and taking advantage of fully recently. What about you, Raquel? That's interesting, Rachel. We have a Google. I don't know what it's called, but it's a Google thing. It's connected to Spotify. It's not what I'm loving, but I do have kind of a creepy story. We were watching (sighs) football a few weeks ago and we must have been cheering loudly or something because all of a sudden she's like, I'm rooting for your team too. Let's (gasps) go. And I'm like- how dare you eavesdrop on our (laughs) cheering. (laughs) So it kind of creeps me out a little bit because it's always listening. So I don't know if it's going to stay plugged in. Uh, That's understandable. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, The thing I like about the Echo 2 is you
0: can turn off the microphone feature until you want to use it. I think that was a pretty big ask for people that had earlier versions. They wanted to be able to turn that off. So (laughs) you can do that with the Amazon Echo.
2: That is good to know because my kids use it for homework and stuff. Not, Don't <laughs> tell their teachers. <laughs> so Rachel, what I am loving right now is something I feel like I was totally late to the game to. It's Microsoft Planner. I've been trying to get on board with Planner for a few years now, but it is accessible to you in the little app drawer in the top left corner when you're on the Nelnet portal. You just click on there and just look for Planner. I don't know why it's clicking for me this year, but I have been putting everything in there. I know we use it to plan our podcast, planning out internal communication, and I've actually been using it for my to-do list. So things that I just want to get done, instead of writing them down somewhere where they'll get lost, I just throw it as a task in Planner put a due date in there, assign it to myself. And it reminds me via email if I'm late or if it's coming up. So I always have my to-do list right there. And I know Microsoft offers a lot of other options for lists and to-dos, but I'm going to stick with Planner right now and then maybe I'll jump on board to one of those other products. But Planner is really winning it for me right now.
0: Yeah. Planner has some really great features to keep you focused and on tasks. So it's also great for collaboration too. Like you said, we use it for the podcast and it's so easy to assign tasks to each other that we need to complete before we start recording. So yes, great recommendation. Now here's our last segment of the podcast. I'm excited because it's my turn to offer a book recommendation. I'm going to recommend a fiction book just like you did on the last episode. I love suspense and thrillers. Those books keep my attention, and I always want to know what's going to happen on the next page. So I often Mm -hmm. spend time reading a little later into the night than I should when I'm in one of these books. But my book that I want to recommend is called The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware. Ooh. I've read lots of books by Ruth where she's a relatively new author on the scene. She's written some others that were good as well. But this one is my absolute favorite because this book keeps you guessing until the very last page. Ooh. There's a huge plot twist. I will not give away the details, <laughs> but even the last lines, oh, you're geez. you're reeling <laughs> from this revelation that you've had uh, uh, throughout the course of reading this book. So that is my book recommendation for us today is Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware. You can read anything by her. All of her books are really, really good,
2: but this is by far my favorite one. I'll definitely get that on my list. Thanks, Rachel.
0: Well, we just want to take a moment to thank Humam again for joining us on this episode of the podcast and talking about what he does for NBS. This has been a great interview and a great show. And we want to thank you, our listeners as well, for joining us today. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you in our next episode.
2: Bye.